genre. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we take extremely weird new developments in stride as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, one villain meetup minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Emily Schmelly. And I'm Andrew Lindy. Welcome, Welcome back, back, folks. Yeah. Hi. Happy to have now, you. This is, this is a minute where I'm happy to be here for. This is a oh. juicer, as they say. <laughs> We're happy that we're all here, finally, in minute 108, <laughs> which is uh, the minute that begins with Aunt May placing the ring on Peter's TV and ends with a close-up of Venom asking Sandman if he's interested. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so there's a lot to, a lot of ground to cover today, but we do have to finish out our, our Aunt May talk, so... Um, uh, first off, I just want to say <laughs> first are vegetables, then first are dessert. vegetables, then are dessert. <laughs> um, this I I do think this is the right place to end the scene with Aunt May, where she gives him the ring back, says you know in time when you're ready, something to that effect. Uh, yeah. that 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 works. That's that's a good beat for the end of the scene. It's just the fact that she mm. physically leaves that cracks me up. Like we could just cut away from the scene after that yeah. beat, but she like. All right, I'm done. Like, she doesn't even... Well, okay. Also, <laughs> if you'll recall, the door has no doorknob. Right. Yeah. D- does she put the doorknob back in to get out? Or does no. she just he kind of... He didn't shut the door all the way. I remember that from... Oh, yeah, okay. That's true. Yeah. He yeah. Like, left it open a crack. And it's like I that just, movie... I make it like lemonade. The, yeah. <laughs> I like the image of, of Aunt May getting to the door, seeing no knob, having to grab the knob off the shelf, put it back in to get the door open. <laughs> Well, now there's no knob on either side, so you could just kind of reach into the hole and pull it that way. That's true, yeah. Or you could do what Peter did and grab, like, the the lockbox area. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't think she's got the finger strength for that. uh, Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do love, (laughs) I love, this is like one of my favorite, like dumb tropes. It's like so much so that it's, uh, it's a whole thing in when you go see the room at the, at a movie, in a movie theater, Mm. um, which is the, the, the movie trope of a movie and TV trope of people showing up to do a thing and then immediately leaving like, you know, like real humans do, (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, when you go see, when you go see, uh, the room, like in a theater, anytime someone shows shows up and then says something and then almost immediately leaves every the whole theater shouts but you just got here <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it happens so many times in the room um but uh, uh that's what this feels like it's just like you, you came all this way in new york well god only knows did you walk here did you take the subway like what how did you get here yeah but she's got, still living in queens too i don't know uh, where she lives actually I don't know where her new apartment is yeah yeah, but but she but she got came all the way here just to watch her her nephew stare at a corner, just Blair Witch himself in the corner, give her <laughs> give give uh her ring back and then she's just like, "Uh, no," and then leaves it and then leaves. Like it's just 
Yeah, and also... She's, she's there for she, 90 seconds. <laughs> she also didn't come there to give her ring back, because that no. was a new development. Yeah. Right. She just came to be like, how, I, I didn't know what the deal was with Peter had the, you know, proposal. So, yeah. Oh, I guess I learned. All right, that's it. There's no indication. Yeah. <laughs> There's no indication that, like, she was going to you know talk about her life or something new she experienced or stay or for tea ask yeah. him how his photographer work is going you know shall we like the, i i'm mean, in my brain i feel like aunt may comes over to this place and like i don't know she and peter have cake with ursula or something i don't know like how amazing yeah. would it have been if she would have oh, to open the door and was it was like oh hi may and she like had a pizza and it was like pizza time like just <laughs> 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 yeah, the scene would... the scene would have benefited by just g- cutting it off and not showing may leaving and then holding on uh, peter's face for 10 seconds yes! so we can see how blue yeah. he is also i we can't talk about this until next minute but it, it would have improved the logic of a further minute in my mind i'll say that yeah <laughs> okay uh, sure. yeah probably <laughs> yeah um i i do like that we get a solid good look at peter's coffee cup this time on the yeah the beginning of this minute um that's about all i have to say about the apartment it's, I, you know. I would like to say before we say goodbye to Aunt May, I would like to say that I do really love her outfit in this scene. I love the jacket. I love the hat. Yeah. I love Ooh, the little yeah. scarf in the middle. She's, it's she's, the, she's it's the same outfit that she wears when she gets kidnapped by Dr. Octopus, right? Oh, was it? The yeah, second? I think the hat's different, but it's basically, oh. this, is t- her, this is her vibe. This is very... Yeah. Is this her going out vibe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the hat too because it's like sort of a beret, but also sort of like a newsy cap. Like it's it's yeah. got the little thing on top, but it still comes to the flat back. I like. Yeah, it. it's a little it's a little combo piece. It's yeah. uh, it's nice. She wears it works it well. for both. It's cute. Yeah. She works. I think they call that like a golfer's hat. Ooh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you're, I mean, those I think golfers had have a bad reputation because especially when you think of them having something on top, it's usually like a big ugly poof ball. Whereas yeah, they're also I think like striped this, horribly. Yeah, they striped. have like a bad pattern here uh, right this right. is a very Plaid. tasteful golfer's hat yeah it is yeah. uh classy classy golfer's hat hmm. forest uh, hills ants club hat yeah maybe that's <laughs> what their their hats are yeah. uh so okay let's we put <laughs> off we've ate our vegetables uh it's time to get to the it's time to get to the main course which is just just the most dessert i've ever had um <laughs> So, uh, first off, let's let's really break this down because we start off with uh, Venom web slinging. Now, we know from the comics, of course, that uh, uh, the reason that Eddie Brock knows how to do things like web sling and stick to walls and all of that stuff is because his the when when uh, when the symbiote had a relationship with Peter, it learned how to do all of those things, and then it can transfer that knowledge and uh, uh, a skill to Eddie Brock as its new host. Mm-hmm. We know that because that's how it works in the comics. There's nothing in this movie that tells us that that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, he can web sling now. Uh, and he does. What a um, reveal. Yeah. Uh, he's really going for it. And then we go from directly from the, the Venom reveal to this little cartoon of a uh, cartoon web slinging Venom getting punched. Yeah. On the well, pun- yeah. punched by a cartoon Sandman. This is, I mean, this is to me like such a good fake out 
Uh-huh. <laughs> but we just saw that it was Venom, so I don't know how you can call it a fake. I mean, I guess it's a fake out to Sandman, but not to us, the audience. And then the the shadow on the wall, that's like, that's art. It's like really... <laughs> I, think it's I, fun I like the look of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really charmingly. It reminds me of uh, Batman '89, like the like like Tim Burton sure. would do this stuff all the time. Yeah. With the the shadowy uh, cartoon silhouettes, mm. um, and then we stay in the shadowy shot and pull the real person into the shot. Like, it, yeah, that's you, nice. See the reveal of the shadow. That's fun. I just want to say, like, I <laughs> because we as the audience don't know much about Venom and his ability to web sling, and it's that that quick shot of him. It's almost like they decided they're going to lean really hard on weird Foley to make us immediately know it's not Spider-Man. Because if you just saw that scene with no sound of like the swinging through the streets, you might for a second think it's Spidey. Right. But instead, we just put in the sound of like a creaking leather chair. (laughs) (laughs) Something like it's very weird, like leather on leather, like. I don't know S and M gear yeah. sound. Yeah. Well, it's it's the it's because I mean the thing about well Venom is like he doesn't have um he doesn't have web shooters. He's just shooting out like symbiote portions. Portions, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ew, just ew. one one quarter portions. I uh, I think there's a comic where they do explicitly say that it is uh, excrement. Oh, oh no. great. I don't care I, for that. Oh boy, that is. I believe great. I remember reading uh, a panel of a comic that that uh, where someone complained to Eddie Brock and said, like, you know, Venom leaves this stuff all over the place. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I gotta yeah. get rid of it somehow. <laughs> and that doesn't yeah. that doesn't dissolve in two hours, like like Peter's. Ew. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, I have questions pick- about I have questions about whether or not Peter's fluid in these films uh, does it does it dissolve in two hours or does it I, stick uh, around forever? Because it's 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 biological. biological. It's not uh, uh, it's not uh, sciencey uh, mumbo jumbo. It's really uh, gross. Yeah. yeah, it comes out of his comes out of his body. Yeah, um, uh, I don't it, know. It, yeah, I sure hope it, it dissolves. Um, well, <laughs> maybe it just rots. Ew. Um, <laughs> here's a question I have. Right. So the the cartoon shenanigans is uh, delightful, but like, what was what was Venom doing? Like, w- w- the Sandman just like stands up and knocks him, like from ground level. Was he web slinging like two feet off the ground? Yeah. His- well, he I- was looking for Sandman. Yeah, yeah. So he's going after him, and he's like, "Oh, he's in this area now. I'll like come down lower." That's I think what happened so, yeah. there. How does he know about? I guess he again. I guess he knows about Sandman because. Peter knew about Sandman and the symbiote did. And so he has a symbiote now. So that's how he would know about Sandman because like Sandman, it's not like he was really around any time that Sandman was around. He just missed him when, when uh, Peter jumps into the sewer after he like breaks his camera. Yes. So he didn't actually see Sandman there. Mm -hmm. And was he involved in the, the Sandman? No. Cause he was at the, he was at the parade, the, uh, the the upside down oh, kiss, parade. the yeah. spidey parade that's yeah. where he was when he was that's where eddie was during that during the the sandman you know fighting the well, well, well even if he knows like okay i learned flint marco's name and what he looks like because of the memories of the symbiote which is a thing from the comics that's not explained in the movie at all uh even if he had that how does he know where to track him down like 
No, the maybe, last thing maybe the symbiote Venom, knows is that he's dead. Maybe the Venom, maybe Venom can like sniff him out. But then, like, I don't know how he would get a scent. I guess it would already have a scent because he fought him. All right. I oh, mean, so he, he has the scent from the subway fight, and yeah. he is tracking him like a bloodhound. Yes. Okay. That's why he's low because he can sense that he's there, and then maybe like Sandman was like a, a, a like heard him coming, turned into like a pile of sand, and then just like reformed right in front of him, and then decked him. Cool. Good. Okay. G- so gave him the old hammer hand. <laughs> yeah, the old yeah. hammer hand. Cla- classic move. <laughs> yeah. He gives him. He gives him the hammer hand, and then he says, "End of the line, Spider Man," which <laughs> is delightful. A and B kind of reminds me of like playing a spidey video game like it's oh yeah it's like the yeah. thing that like a random mook on a rooftop would yell at you like circus <laughs> in town like yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's with the get up chump like that's how it feels to me when he's just like in a line spider-man dusty so he so he punches him down and then and then grabs him and then venom growls at him and we get like well like growl hisses screams what would you call this i don't know what this is it's a velociraptor velociraptor he velociraptors at him he roars at him okay yeah Mm -hmm. i i gotta be honest um so this shot of him like roaring at at uh at him i i think like I think that the the mask and the costume and stuff it's like too busy like the eyes are just like I don't know. They just like look like somebody poured white out in certain spots on the I mask. Have a lot of thoughts on this Venom costume. <laughs> yeah, the the, co- the costume itself is like not my favorite thing. But like as far as like the shape of Venom itself, like with the tongue and the all of like it I think it looks pretty good. Like I think it looks better than the than the new movie and I Oh, I disagree with that completely. Wow. 100%. I, yeah, me too. All right, let's <laughs> yeah. get into it. Yeah. I think it, I think it looks so much better. I I don't like the weird cylinder tongue that he has in the new movie. Well, there's a certain percentage of the population that feels a certain way about <laughs> Let's put it that way. This is a family show and I don't want to explain it more than that. <laughs> they spell and, thick with two C's. Um, <laughs> um, and I think the new Venom movie, and I applaud them for this, for their courage, is very much catering to that audience. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, look, I you, you won't hear me saying a bad thing about the new Venom movie. I love it. I think it's the best romantic comedy of 2018. Agreed. But, I think the tongue is part of that, though. Okay. All right. Okay. Can, All right. That's a tongue that, listen, I don't want to say anymore, but that's a tongue that can do that. <laughs> Oh my All God. Right. I mean, so this, I see. I'm, I'm you picking can up what you're putting you down, to. Emily. <laughs> you can cut this if you need to. That's fine. I'm I picking see. up what you're putting down. I, I'm just saying there, there's something that if we're talking about like villain Venom and not like like goofy, I'm a loser too, Eddie Venom. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I kind of like this. I like this look. I, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I don't like the, I don't like the, the over-designed elements of the actual costume itself. If yeah. you want to even call it a costume, I, well, I think mm-hmm. the, the animation looks like the, the quality of CGI looks slightly more convincing here. Um, I, I just don't like the design as much as I yeah. like the design of the new Venom in the new Venom movies. 
When I look at the design of this Venom, I it, it feels to me like there were two teams working on it, and one very much wanted to cater to that audience that I was talking about earlier, and one very <laughs> much didn't. And they had somehow established a rule that they could only add to the design, but not take away. So you kind of see traces of both. Like, the shape of Venom's head when his mouth is closed in this, he's got like a weirdly like strong jaw, which is not mm-hmm. really something I associate with Venom's design necessarily. Like, it comes to like a weird rounded edge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's like it, very smooth around the lips, which is it. It just it doesn't match with the rest of the face to me. Um, it is that is the original design of the character, though. Like when it was when he was first introduced, like that's sort of what he looked. He didn't spend like in most the of his yeah in yeah, the comics. In the comics like, yeah, he but, didn't spend most of his time with his mouth hanging sure, open like he but, does now but things yeah. look different on the page than they do on screen right yeah right. yeah like yeah. and i i think i don't know in 3d it just it doesn't quite work as well there's also i think in certain shots he looks very buff but in other shots he looks very lithe which see it, it, it there doesn't seem to be it seems weirdly inconsistent mm-hmm. i think yeah, if they it, took like the gaping maw mouth from the like the velociraptor scream and you just put that on a bulkier venom like i think far fewer people would be bothered by it mm. right right i don't know i don't know i don't know i think there's a certain contingent of people who are never going to get on board with topher grace and yeah i love what topher grace is doing in this movie i love that he's being like the like nega peter like i think that that's such a smart way to adapt this if you're going to only spend 15 minutes with this character in this movie <laughs> i think it's a really smart way to do it it's just like oh let's just do make venom nega peter and it's perfect yeah, um, yeah. it's like a really smart way to to do that and i just i love how gross and swarmy he is and he's just so gross and greasy and stupid and i such a jerk yeah yeah, he's such a jerk and i i and he just he is oh man he's just hanging on every syllable that he gets to say in this i think so good i i I I love it i love it i really do i think they did our boy topher dirty by not doing a better voice modulation when he's in full venom mode Yes. yes, I love I that. I love all of his acting choices in this mm-hmm. movie, pretty much. I, like other I than do that think... bad intro scene, mm-hmm. uh, but like this scene, if they just gave him like a scary voice uh, or a monstrous, you know, uh, uh, vocal thing when he's in the full suit, yeah, it, it's just the I, fact I, that I... we have the smarmy voice here. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I they, think that's what that's Topher that's what Topher Grace is doing instead yeah. of a voice modulation. He's doing this smarmy, uh, almost um, like uh, he's trying to in- entice, you know, <laughs> in a certain way. <laughs> and that's that's a choice that Topher is making. Look, yeah. Well, that's I mean, yeah. he, again, this is where it comes down to like. <laughs> Some people want Venom to be sexy, some people don't. And he, and the, the way that he's enticing is kind of he's doing a certain thing uh, yeah. that it, it's just not very it's not the t- it's not the same kind of sexy that Venom is. No. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But he's trying. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I think he, I, I, I think what I There's again, a way I could phrase it, but I don't know if we want it on this family show, but like, it, it, Emily, there's a way that can, it makes sense to me. You can park the car outside but everybody knows you drove there like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen let me say something you, you can cut it or you can not cut it <laughs> venom the classic version of venom that people are attracted to is a top and mm-hmm. uh and this version is a bottom you think topher's a bottom 
For sure. For sure. 1,000%. Sound off in the comments. I don't know if this is making it into the episode. (laughs) I don't know if this is making it into the episode. (laughs) That's what that smarminess is, though. You want to hit him a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So... So I think I think that um, the the thing that I'm coming up for as far as like what the differentiates the two adaptations is that I think that this is very much in the world of trying to adapt the villain Venom. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. the movie, the movie Venom is trying to adapt the antihero Venom like Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. the one that like bites people's heads off, but like does it for a good cause. Um, yeah. Like, and it's <laughs> and they're very they're very very different. The the um you know the evolution of this character happened very quickly, but those first like five ish years, maybe even less than that, um, but like five ish years of this character, he's a villain, and he was very smarmy and would was like kind of um. A slightly more like gritty, Jokerish kind of character. Like mm-hmm. he would make really smarmy comments, and he would like j- dress as a priest sometimes, like just cause. Cause he could wear costumes when he's in the symbiote, cause the symbiote can like turn into whatever clothes he wants. So like he would do like weird, st- like theatrical stuff like that, um, which is continuing to prove Emily's point. Um, yeah. Not that I was trying to disprove it, but but he's. But he's a very he was a very theatrical smarmy character in the beginning. Yeah. But that's something that he eventually drops when he becomes this sort of uh, villain with a heart of gold anti-hero character that he sort of evolved into. And then I think the new movie sort of evolved that even further and basically just made him a hero with like some villainous complications um, yeah. uh, but he's basically a hero uh, and and I, I love both interpretations of the character and so I, I feel like I can I can appreciate this version because it is closer to that original version that we're probably never ever going to see again um, yeah and so also it's, it's just interesting as a one-off thing it's also just literally not the only version anymore right. so like I can yeah. I can find fun things to like appreciate about it because it's not like Oh man! A- remember when they screwed up Venom? It's like no, this is. <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're using Venom as a character, like it, as a supporting character in a story about this particular version of Spider-Man, these are smart changes to make. Uh, like as, from a story standpoint, so like you can adapt. Like either you can use the character as all right. I'm going to change it and mold it so it fits into the thing I'm trying to do with this movie. Or you can take the character and, like, change the world around him to retain, like, the cultural, like, uh, love affair that people have with him and make sure yeah. that transfers over. Which is, like, basically what like the what this, the other movie did. Because, like, not, almost nothing about the Venom movie is similar to the comics approach. But it is, no. you know, changing a lot of stuff so that we can have... A big goofy uh, romance comedy uh, between those two characters, which hell yeah, man, love it. And it's certainly it's certainly more closer to that now. Like the new Venom book is much closer to that tone uh, than uh, any Venom comic before this has ever been. So um, you know, 
it's it's a new it's a new interpretation. I love it to pieces. But I also I I respect this version as well um, because I get what they're trying to go for. Like Negato for Grace, like that's or Nega sorry Negatobi Maguire yes. is what this is, and it's it's so silly, and I can't help but like feel like it sort of works as a yeah. weird thing. I don't know. Um, I like it. Uh, and I, I, I love Topher Grace be just going all out on this. I'm <laughs> just, hey, homie showed uh, up to work for this. He, he, oh man, did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can roll it back to, uh, when Venom first does his, uh, Velociraptor screech. Um, I think we have to take a moment to talk about Sandman's reaction to all of this. Yes. Yes. Boy, well, that's none of my business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Throws away like a piece Spider-Man. of trash. <laughs> a, a literal like demon monster screams in his face uh, that used to be that he thought was Spider-Man a second ago and I guess is a, a, either a real demon or an actual alien life form. Uh, either of which is a terrifying thing to, to, to contemplate. Like the implications that would have on your life. And he just goes, ah, and <laughs> just like throws it. Just like he throws it away. And then he tries he to just away. walk away. Yeah, yeah. He just turns his back yeah. and walks away. It's bizarre. <laughs> He's it's just like, like, Oh, that's none of my business. I'll be going now. Do you think he was just so terrified that his brain shut down? And he's just like, it just didn't like just uh, forgot that it happened immediately as a way of coping. <laughs> not today, Satan. I, just no. Yeah. I almost think uh, Thomas Hayden Church did not have any direction for this moment, <laughs> and so he just took it upon himself to go. I guess I'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a there's a lot of moments where I feel like people weren't getting the direction that they needed. Yeah, <laughs> it's or like, like if... the shot was just over, and his his trailer is behind the set in that direction. <laughs> It's like, all right, that's lunch. It's like if uh, if you um, went to like grab your friend on the street and they turned around and it was actually a lion covered in tar or something, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, oh, weird, and walked away. Like, okay. I I do love the animation effect of. Uh, the mask sort of like crawling its way off its off his face. Um, oh, it's I gross really, and weird. Yeah, yeah, it's real gross and weird, I, and I like I it a like, lot. I don't I do like, like how it's in his hair. <laughs> I do like how it's in his hair. Yeah, I do too. It's we would get everywhere. I mean, it's that's kind well, of. I the, like. It also it sells uh, the idea that that uh, Eddie has a, a powerful hair hair product routine because the spikes are maintained <laughs> even with the venom goop uh, oh yeah oh i didn't even notice that yeah it's really yeah. i think that's why i don't like it in his hair it just it bothers me that it's all mixed together and yet not just super separate <laughs> very tenacious hair product that uh yeah. that he uh-huh. uses um Oh, Venom! Look oh, at him. Should we should we talk about the other aspect of the spot? Not to go not to go too back on an earlier topic, but mm-hmm. his backside is framed in a very prominent fashion. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy here, or is it like no, no, super, you're not. Like, yeah. It's like I mean, it's like when you see a like a, it, things have gotten a little better with time, but it's like that classic thing of of female characters in comic books. Oh yeah. How they're phrased yeah. or are posed only to show off aspects of their body. Like, what was that's that? What, 
there was like a project people did about those poses. Uh, the, the Hawkeye, the Hawkeye Initiative. Initiative. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where you would take, <laughs> you would take a cover that had like a female character in like a position and just redraw it to star Hawkeye and yeah. immediately see how weird the, the, the things that are happening are. Um, yeah. So this is a good uh, a good contender for a Hawkeye reimagining. With, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very butt centric. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's be let's be real. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's all. You, I, we don't need to keep, keep talking about it. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I I'm not afraid. He's thick. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be thick. I think I think my my thoughts on the matter are very clear. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird here. I uh, the the shot when he's crawling along the uh, the wall and talking, and the 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 thing comes off. I feel a little bad that they went full CG on this because I uh, I was looking up the commentary for this, and uh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church is very um, complimentary of Topher Grace in that this was one of the first things they shot uh, together, uh, and. Ooh. Topher really did that like he was on wires and so that he was suspended at the right height but he would contort his body and walk along the wall while delivering all of his lines every take and he said it was like super exhausting because it's all like this like weird core workout and all that and he was like yeah he was like such a trooper and he's like really strong about it and Topher's like oh thanks man and all that and like didn't need to man you could have just like sat in a chair with your face and they I would love, I love that he works so hard and this is the scene yeah it's just oh bless his heart oh man it's just like i was just so impressed with topher grace on this day i'm like oh you poor kids both of you. <sighs> yeah it is it is really off-putting that thomas hayden church is obviously not in the scene like yeah like he's he's obviously on a green screen and all of this is added in post like it, it is very <sighs> off-putting ah <sighs> yeah what do it's... we think of venom's nostrils <laughs> his what <laughs> his what? nostrils he's got little Excuse nostrils me? and he does. that's I, I that's another thing that i don't like about his, the design of his face in this is that the nostrils it's such a small detail but it just it 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 removes a lot of the venomness of his face because it kind oh, of just no. makes him look like a gray alien, you know? Like, you know what I mean when I say a gray alien? Like, capital yeah. G, gray right. alien. The, the abduction ones, yeah. 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 Um, oh, they're, my Because I mean, they're like gray alien nostrils, and it just, it it hmm. it draws attention um, in a way that I, I really think acts to the detriment of the, of the overall look. This is look. quite uh-huh. literally the first time I have uh-huh. ever noticed that because I think my brain just took it as, like, the webbing detail yeah, continuing there and being stopped by his. Lip but once you see thing. it, really, it messes up the face, right? Yeah, because he shouldn't. Venom shouldn't have a nose. That's like yeah. part of it. Yeah, just, that's hmm. pretty weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I'm not into it. <laughs> no, I don't like that. <laughs> Is it supposed to be <laughs> like added realism <laughs> to explain how Topher Grace can, you know, how Eddie Brock can breathe underneath? Maybe. But well, like, I think. I mean, the idea of a symbiote is that he doesn't necessarily need to breathe because the symbiote is giving his body everything it needs. Right. That's yeah. the yeah. That's that's the that's the catch-all <laughs> explanation for like everything. Um, yeah. Where symbiote uh, did it? Yeah. There's like there's a bit in the uh, in like the most recent like um, 
absolute carnage crossover and somebody says i think peter is just like hey uh eddie you haven't eaten for days and he's like i don't need to eat the sim the my other gives me everything i need and it was like my okay other. all right <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah Yikes. so it's oh, uh hey. it's a whole thing hey yeah speaking of the 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 my other the symbiote connection all that sort of stuff um so venom you know venom the character venom yeah. shows up here and uh, the first thing he says is, I. Yeah. Uh, yeah he says, I, mean, I want him dead too, Flint. Yeah, that's the, that's, I mean, that's like one of the major issues where it's like they took a, they made a lot of assumptions about people uh, understanding how, um, Venom works as far as like how does he know all of the things that he knows? Well, the symbiote knew, so he knows. Uh, they'll get it. Uh, mm-hmm. And but then this the thing that is like one of the most iconic parts about the character, which is that he talks in the plural first person, uh, is gone. It's missing. Uh, yeah. It's it's not a part of the character, and it's it's very strange. Um, I, I think that I would argue that they went too far and over explained it in the movie where oh, yes, it, it's like, Oh, they have to be a team first and then he'll start saying we, and it's like, <laughs> I, that's a little, that's a little much to like make that your theme of the movie, but okay, whatever. Sure. <laughs> um, but then just like, just not doing it all is weird. Cause it's like, the thing about it is like him saying we, the reason that it's cool is because it's creepy. It's a creepy yeah, it's thing to do. It's very yeah. off-putting. Like that's that you don't need to explain it. It's off-putting. Like you get it immediately. He says we and he looks like that and you're like Yeah, okay. <laughs> fine. What's going that's, on in there? That's creepy. Yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. that is, I don't want any part of it. Uh <laughs> and he they they chose to not do that. I assume because Sam probably just thought it was dumb or something. Yeah, uh, and it and it just didn't end up in the movie, and it is, it I think it robs the the symbiote from being a character in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and considering our argument, which is that the symbiote is the actual only villain of this movie, if that's yeah. our argument, like, and I and I stand by that argument, I think it would have been a lot stronger if he was saying we instead of I. Yeah, and like if the the symbiote was making its own choices more Mm -hmm. readily and it seemed like it was a sentient force and not just like a baby parasite. I I, I don't know. Baby parasite. Yeah. Baby parasite. Um, and then there's, then there's what he says, right? So he says to him, uh, I, I know you want to kill the spider. Uh, and he goes on about like the fact that spider, I know all about you. The fact that Spider-Man won't let you help your poor daughter, as in that's why you want to kill the spider because he won't let you help your poor daughter. Information that he would absolutely not know unless the symbiote told him. Yeah. Plus, plus like, is, is that the reason Flint's like not a big fan of Spider-Man or is it that Spidey tried to kill him over the murder of an old man? Like, yeah, like Spider-Man, Spider-Man told him that was why he was mad. He, and he apprehended him robbing armored cars and banks. Spidey doesn't know anything about Flint's daughter. He's not preventing any him any daughter anything. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> How the hell does Venom know about this? Not even Peter knew about his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I know all yeah. about you. Yes, but how? But how? <laughs> <laughs> 
Imagine Venom just like he the first thing he does is just like roll up on the library and just start reading about the Flint family tree. Like, <laughs> like old newspapers and microfiche and stuff. And he's yeah. like And every time like somebody tries to help, he just like screams at them like, like the the Here we go. scream. Here's my here's my take on how Venom knows. Okay. <laughs> okay. The symbiote wasn't a church at one point. So oh. it took on a piece of God. And it is all knowing. Uh, okay. Oh, it's it, it happened now. to touch. Okay. Um, it happened to touch a holy relic. <laughs> yeah. That right. was oh. imbued with God powers. You know exactly. what? When Eddie walked into the church, he took some of the holy water and you know crossed himself. Right. So there's Ooh. residual yeah, blessed there's holy water on Eddie when the now, symbiote <clears> takes him. See now we're getting we're getting dangerously close to uh, another Venom character that I kind of enjoy because it's so stupid called Anti Venom. Oh mm-hmm. boy, it's a Venom Anti-Venom character. Is great. It, mm-hmm. He can heal people. <laughs> hey, that's nice. <laughs> and oh, he's just but Venom, he's all, but he's, with the colors inverted. He's white and yes, black he's, instead of black he's and white. white. He, he and is, can heal people. He is an inverted version of an already inverted character. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's Haluigi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that's yes. The anti venom is the Waluigi of the Spider Man universe on hundred percent. Waluigi too. So the tracks that I love both these characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Spider Man three. It's Waluigi. Um, <laughs> uh, folks, th- those are the rest of my notes for this minute. Uh, are there other are, uh, other things we should plumb in these depths uh, on today's today's minute? I. I just love it so much. This it's is such ridiculous. A, this is this such is... An, a, a ridiculous scene, and I could watch it over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, all right. All right. Well, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you guys, what do you got, uh, what do you got going on? What, what, what podcast have you been a part of? Yeah. What's cooking in your neck of the woods, folks? Um, well, I do a podcast called Go Go Godzilla, uh, which is uh, me and my co-host Justin Kizan and Victor Perfecto. We take every Godzilla movie and ask how and why was this the Godzilla movie that got made at that time. Um, and then I do Ooh. another podcast, which I think you'll hear about in a second. Okay. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll start with that one. Yeah. Uh, Emily and I do a podcast called Dunstan Checks Men. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's another one of these, uh, you know, movies by minute podcasts where we break down every minute of the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jason Alexander pair... classic. Bless you. Yes. Bless you. Uh, we pair each minute with another feature film that we think, you know, pairs well with it, like like Wine with Dinner. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, so, so we get, you know, one minute of a bad movie and then a whole movie that hopefully, you know, makes up for it. That's doesn't, fantastic. Doesn't usually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then I do um, some other shows. I do uh, Nothing New, a remake podcast, uh, where every month my co-host and I talk about uh, film remakes. Uh, oh. Disney has been giving us a lot to do recently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I have this other one called It's On My List. Uh, it's on my list pod.com. Uh, every month, uh, me and, and like five others get together and talk about movies that people say that you should see. And we talk about whether or not they're actually like essential to see. Oh, I like it. We started with Gone with the Wind. We we took a, a long one. Oof, yeah. So that everyone could just, you know, 
don't don't watch it if you don't want it. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I would also fall on that side. <sighs> I feel, I feel, I feel relieved, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, you can listen to an hour of people talking about why you mostly shouldn't watch Gone with the Wind. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you guys have uh, another project together, right? The Super Mario Brothers minute is that? Uh, yeah, that's it's not currently updating, but before Dunstan, we did do the Super Mario Brothers Minute, which yeah. is a uh, movies by minute podcast for the live action Super Mario Brothers movie, aka the greatest movie ever made. Um, <laughs> and our, our gimmick with that one was that we watched each minute the number of times that it is. So minute one, we watched one time, minute 10, we watched <gasps> 10 times, minute 100, we watched 100 times. You get it. <gasps> oh, wow. It was a delight. It that really is high was. concept and bizarre. Uh, <laughs> it never got old. well uh everybody should check out all of those things that's so many things i love Uh, it but uh definitely check out all of those things and then uh be back here tomorrow when we'll talk about minute 109 bye everybody bye